スラサタンしよう Welcome, welcome everyone to a new fantastic, futurbulous, whatever word you want to put in to explain the goodness of a show. Chiro Show, welcome to the show, everybody. Hopefully, welcome. you're all good. How are you doing today, Dave? I'm doing fantabulous. I'm doing fantastic. Well, it's a couple days till Christmas, and obviously, the kids are.、Uh, Kind of like barely holding their shit together. <laughs> you know? But、um, on top of that, I feel like a kid on Christmas because we've had so much crazy stuff come、uh, from the community as we get closer to the deadline, the submission deadline for our 28th,、uh, what is it, 28th anniversary of Saturn、uh, competition. A anniversary. <laughs> I, always want, I always want to say 28th annual, but it's, yeah, it's the 28th anniversary of Sega Saturn. Um, the, the Sega Extreme competition is, is right around the corner, the submission deadline, and folks are starting to submit their stuff or have been over the past couple weeks, and it's just insane. Are you Some getting of close to 30、crazy. years of Saturn? Hmm? Getting close to 30 years of Saturn. I know, and then we'll officially be old. <laughs> That'll be、Jeez. it right there. <laughs> I feel like the NES of when the NES was big. I know, like 16, right? Yeah, 16 was 30th years of, of NES and stuff. I think somebody told me we're farther, away, we're farther away from Saturn than we were from Atari 2600 when Saturn came out. <laughs> That's kind of a weird thing. Like, if you think about, like, guys, you can think about that. Imagine the, the graphical strides we made from Atari 2600 to the Saturn, from the Saturn、mm-hmm. to now. It's kind of a、mm-hmm. weird thing to think about. Like, because, like, I don't know that you, if you think about old video games, you think like Atari NES, but it's like, no, it's like, you know, Super Mario Sunshine or something like that, or, or Wind Waker or something, or old games, which I think are really funny. It's、mm-hmm. really funny to me, at least. How that works. I was just reading、uh, Knight's comment that Sega Extreme is like 25 ish years old. That blows my mind that、Dang. Sega Extreme has been around that long. You can still find posts from like the early 2000s on that. It's kind of funny. Like、yeah, that's like, crazy. I remember there was like this one t shirt. It's like, check, check out, show off your Sega Stream t shirts. And it's like from the early 2000s. I'm like, oh, dang.、Mm-hmm. I was in high school, freshman year, that, when that thread was made.、So. Yeah. Kind of funny. That's,、uh, that, that's bizarre. I, like, I'm, watching, I'm watching videos with Jesse about Pokemon and stuff like that, right? And, and they're like, oh, there was this excellent video. And I can't remember the YouTube channel. Now I feel bad, but it was like they were able to resurrect a Blastoise that had been lost.、Uh, th- this, this kid was playing,、um, you know, he, w- he was using an action replay, I guess, to boost up his levels, you know, and he borked it so that his Blastoise was gone. It turned into a bad egg. And I don't know, they were able to like resurrect this Blastoise that had been、Dang. dead for like 15 years. The, kid, the guy is like an adult now. He were, he's like a professional. He, he's actually like a, a, a lead over like several people. He's kept his Game Boy and his cart and, and was able to like resurrect this Blastoise. But it was Leaf Green was the game. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like I feel so old. Yeah, because... you think it's like, it's like the, game, the Game Boy colors. Like, oh, geez. Yeah, no, no, it's Leaf Green. And I'm like, okay, like,、oh、yeah, that's、God. not. I can't believe、no. that's old. That's that's what people think is old, like you know. So I'm ancient. I've, yeah, I've heard someone. <laughs> I heard someone、uh, 
Talk about how they Sorry, grew up playing truck. gold. Yeah, yeah. I I remember I I watched I heard somebody talk about growing up and how they loved gold and silver and they played a lot as a kid, but they meant heart gold and soul silver. I'm like, oh no. Oh my god. That was yeah. like that was like the senior of high school for me. It's like I remember. Oh, that's awesome. They came out. Yeah. Like oh. I actually. Uh, this is like a, a true confession is that Pokemon came out in 98 and I was already too old, I think at the time to be interested in it. So when it came out, I kind of just didn't pay attention. And it's only yeah. subsequently that I got into it. And then I realized like how much I was missing, you know, because obviously it is, it's a great fun series, you know, uh, and um, I kind of, I, I was never into the cards, but of course, since my kid is into the cards, I kind of get to enjoy that uh, vicariously yeah. as well. But yeah, no. Speaking that. of uh, speaking of um, Game Boy and stuff, I actually just got a recent pickup. Um, Show me. Uh, so uh, this came in the mail, the blue. I like got this, and I'm like, what the heck is this? And it's like, oh, well, that's it. But I got this in the mail. No one for probably. I'll put the the shine right there so you could see what it is. But yeah, I got oh, an analog, analog pocket. pocket. Yeah, nice. I picked it up. Uh, I put the hacked firmware on there. I was playing that. You want to guess what game I have going on right now? Uh, Pokemon Blue? Nope. Pokemon Yellow? I'll, I'll load up and you're going to be like, wow, you are such a nerd. Oh, wait, so wait. Soccer Wars Color? Game no, but <laughs> better yet. You're going to be like, wow, really? Okay. All right. Tell me about the hacked firmware. Konami. I see Konami. What is this? Castlevania? Nope. Yu-Gi-Oh! The Eternal Duelist, the number Yu -Gi -Oh, one. Yu-Gi-Oh! The Eternal Duelist. Nice. This number two. Number two best uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! game on the Game Boy next to Worldwide Edition, which is the definitive Yu-Gi-Oh! game. But I love I love playing that growing up, and I still love it because it's like a, a card game you can play on the go. I feel like mm -hmm. people like, grew up with like Pokemon, like the TCG on the Game Boy Color. Just like, right. you know, I like it's like, okay, I want to play some Yu-Gi-Oh. I'll put it up and play some duels, put it back. And it's really useful, but you can play in TurboGrafx, Super Nintendo, Neo Geo, uh, name a, con a game, you could play it on there. But I've been uh, just been playing the heck out of this right now. And it's amazing. Like, they have so much cool, they have so many cool games and hacked firmware. Uh, That's awesome. Screen, I saw the screen so the hack, thing on. So what's up with the hacked firmware? How, what do you benefit from that? Uh, you can play you can play cores and you can basically use it as a as a um so open a PGA. You can use it as like a uh a, uh EverDrive on there so you can play you know Super Nintendo. The stuff they have is uh they got like uh Dig Dug on here, Ga Game Boy Advance Color, Master System, Neo Geo, NES, uh PC Engine, um SG-1000, Super Nintendo, Super Game Boy, uh, if you name it, they have a ton on here, and they're still releasing stuff for it, like, they just released the, P the, uh, the, uh, the, um, CPS-1 core right now, and they have all these games, so I'll play, I'll play the best King of Fighters game on here. Oh, never mind, I think, I think I messed up the, uh, thing, we'll do NES instead. <laughs> okay. Somebody told me though that it's not that comfortable. How? What would you say? I think it's pretty comfortable. You think it's pretty comfortable? Yeah. I mean, I've de it's definitely on my radar. It's definitely something that I'm like thinking about getting. Um, but again, you know, it seems like, it, and I I've said this before, but there's there's so many things to throw your money at at one time, you know. So I don't know. I'm thinking about it though. 
Yeah, I did actually end up uh, taking a. I, I ended up taking a an L, or I don't know if it was an L, but it's a hit uh, for the team here, uh, and ordered some of those uh, limited run games long boxes uh, since they were on sale uh, on Amazon. Um, first impression is really good, so we'll see. What's going on here? Although, actually, I will say this. The, they they come complete with scratches on them since there is no individual um oh wow you had a full package of them yeah so they were on sale it's uh, an l or a w sorry is it an, an l, l or, or a w? w well i don't know yet that's the thing is the uh the amazon ones i was kind of disappointed to find that they have lowered the quality and these you know i figured well i have to figure i have to see you know firsthand what the limited run games ones are like and quality of the actual product is good but the way that they ship them to you they literally come with scratches on them nice because, my uh, favorite yeah like there's scratches on the spines on every single one of the spines because of how they're packed without any kind of uh shrink wrap on them or anything like that so there's a win for um aliexpress at least they put shrink wrap on theirs yeah and, no, those, um, those came pretty well those were not great cases they were not great cases from aliexpress but at least they packaged it's like they put so much effort into packing them even though they're not great now i can't even get this back on um but i am happy to report that there's no hamburger like bits of loose bits of hamburger in here which dan Prax was telling me he he ah fuck it he ordered something from limited run and had i don't know one of the folks in the factory like packed it with their lunch in there or something like that i'm happy like for you <laughs> I, i'm glad you didn't have hamburger in yours because you i did it? in mine yeah that's I disgusting did not eat it. gross <laughs> no and, and, and they, they just shrugged it off like he said he he like tried to reach out to them like there's somebody's lunch in my soccer awards or what or was it shantae i don't know shantae okay yeah there's somebody's lunch in my shantae and they're just like oh well <laughs> you know like that blows my mind Mm, that sounds yep. delicious. What can you do? What can you do? I know what I know what you could do. You could not buy from Limited Run, but mm. you won't get a lot of games. <laughs> I mean, that's an option. Right. It certainly is a, an increasingly more appealing option. <laughs> but yeah. I'm, you know, due diligence. I gotta, I gotta let folks know the deal with these cases. I gotta find out too. You know. Hey, ho, what's um, the deal? Yeah, as long as they're the same price. I would never pay $80 or whatever they were charging for them. But, you know, if it's the same price as the Amazon ones, I figured I'd check it out. Yeah, but speaking about morally amb morally, uh, morally ambiguous business practices with companies, I started, I started playing Warhammer stuff. And I, I you painted did. So, like, my friend got me into Necrons, GWs, shout out, you went, awful company. You went hard. Like, you went hard into that. Like I, Literally, everything I got was for free. Like, I paid, like, maybe 80 bucks so far for just paints and stuff. Okay, like, well, time. Uh, you you've been you've been painting a lot of those things, right? Well, I mean, no, I I pay them like one every day, so like or like I pay it like the day before and the day and so I paid this one the day before. This yeah, it looks amazing. It looks awesome. Thank you. That's and not a that's down. not a uh, that's not a you know a, an insult. I'm saying like uh, I I you just know, noticed that a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah, like you don't you didn't you didn't do it halfway. You you got you you're getting right into it. Yeah, so I, uh, does that mean you've amassed like a collection now of pieces? Um, well, I put together pretty much. I put together the entire. If you go on the G G uh, Games Workshop website, 
there's this thing there's this thing called a combat patrol and i put all those together mm -hmm. uh, i got a box of these score pack destroyers like four figurines so that's mm -hmm. another four i got a a uh, heavy locust destroyer which is one and then i got another thing called the Adominus box got half of like the necron stuff and it's like 20 mm -hmm. uh, like 25 to 30 figures i think extra figurines i guess Huh. So, uh, but it's it's uh, that's not even a full army. I still have to buy a couple more figurines to get a full like Necron army for Warhammer. But like I said, it was really cool. I really enjoyed painting it. This is my first time painting any model, so this is like the first attempt ever of me painting something. Mm -hmm. It was a, it was a lot of fun. Like uh, it was really challenging. I had to do a lot of touch up stuff because I kept getting paint on different sections that weren't paint, but. That's awesome. That yeah, yeah. So yeah uh, my friend got me a Warhammer. Uh, got me a bunch of Christmas stuff for that, so that was kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, I and I also sold like a record that I didn't listen to, and I got the that Adamus box set pretty much for free as well because like I just mm. sold records I didn't listen to, and I got like and they were pretty high in price. So nice. What record do you not listen to? Just out of uh, curiosity. It was Devil May Cry Five. I got the box set soundtrack. I wasn't a really a fan of the listening yeah. to that. And then the, uh, I had an extra, a Maiden Abyss, uh, or sorry, not Maiden Abyss, um, extra uh, Tower of God vinyl I just sold, so. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. About, it was about 260-something, and the Indominus box was, like, 189, so I got nice. that and had, like, got 60 bucks left, 60 bucks cool. plus, so. I props on to that. Um, happy holidays, Rowan, in the chat. Uh, I don't know how many people we've got in here, but obviously, if you guys don't know, uh, Pat's going to be in the second hour. He's going to be streaming some Stellar Assault. Exactly. English localization. We've got about 40 minutes, I'd say, 45, I don't know, ish, yeah. to talk about news. So we should probably just get right into it. Um, I'm going to have to For hop sure. off at 4 p.m. Pacific. That's going to be specifically. what? Specifically. 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 Pacific. Um... But, but yeah, no, it. folks should definitely stick around for the second hour. Dave has said uh, the SH and the F-bomb in record time. And I have. I don't know I don't know what's wrong with me today. Anyway. What is wrong with you today? <laughs> what's wrong, with, wrong, me wrong today? with me today? But, yeah, let's start off by the Devastator IR Lycon project in the works the for Saturn. Devastar. The Devastar. Devastar. Oh, Devastar. Dev Devastar. Yeah. This is Adam in our Discord um he his handle is just adam i don't know his last name sorry buddy uh, but he brought this to my to our attention the other day so props shouts um so apparently greg gallardo yeah greg gallardo um he started this project uh he works in with cameras it's camera technology and stuff like that in his day job so back in 2019 he got this idea you know to create a light gun for what he was working on at the time which was a sega menacer game he was d developing sega menacer game and i guess um there wasn't any support in the sdk for it so he like he coded it and he designed a, a light gun to work with it but then this has been something he's been doing for fun kind of uh it's been very silent i haven't heard anything about it i looked on retro rgb there was nothing about it so it's just not really been reported on and then it kind of caught our attention because it's you know collided with saturn because he's doing saturn support now and this really cool. thing 
Yeah, and and Adam brought it to our attention. And then the rest is history. I reached out to him, and he was very quick to respond with, uh, uh, you know, several answers to questions I had. If you scroll right here, you can see all of the consoles that it potentially supports. Uh, he's built receivers for all of these. Oh wow! Yes, yeah, so we got Mega Minister, Atari. So, yeah, the phaser. first thing, the first thing that Knight and I were talking about, the first thing we thought was, okay, he'll have to patch um, support in mm -hmm. to each game to have it recognize or to be able to to use coordinates right instead um apparently that's not the case because what he's done is he's built like a little microcontroller that goes between the light gun and the saturn itself that essentially i guess simulates the timings i guess of the oh. of the stunner um it it's yeah it's above my pay grade obviously but it's fantastic because what it ultimately means is that uh um you won't all you'll need is the hardware you know uh which is this is an open source project and he's going to streamline it the plan is to the plan is to streamline it to pro possibly even switch to a more powerful microcontroller um right now he's using arduino leonardo but essentially he's thinking of what is it the, the esp32 I think is the system on the chip deal that a lot of folks are using for different things. Is that right? Am I saying that right? ESP32. Oh, we can look it up. Look at it. Yeah. ESPN. I don't. I. I, I ESPN, don't really. ESPN. You know. Football, yeah. ESP32 game day. was one. ES, okay. Yeah. ESP32 was one of the ones he suggested. One of the ones he was thinking about. Uh, uh, although right now, because of chip shortage and everything like that, it's just been one of those things where he hasn't like. Yeah. He hasn't sought to kind of make this a commercial venture. Um, but it, he does have a GitHub page for it, and it is an open source project. So as he's able to, um, you know, just consolidate and get everything kind of into like a, a simpler design, somebody else might come along and be able to like produce this. But essentially, you have four IR emitters, one on each corner of your display. Mm -hmm. And uh, using this microcontroller in the middle i guess uh it's able to just uh you know he's able to get it working with this with his with both house of the dead and uh virtual cop and because they both have uh what is it they both they both have calibration modes uh, available where you're just able to like fire shots he's able to use that to be able to uh to be able to get it working and ca kind of calibrate it on his end without having to know any saturn coding um he also mentioned that he does want to get into programming for Saturn and stuff like that, but he just hasn't had the time. Uh, it was Adam Adamist. <laughs> I don't know if that's a joke. Blue Moon is like Adam Adamist. Yeah, that's his um, actual name. I'm just joking. I have no idea what it is. You know, it seems Adam. really cool. I think yeah. that uh, I think that's going to be really neat and a great opportunity, great option for people to use it on their flat screen TVs. My only right. caveat is that you have to put the sensors on there. That's going to be weird. Like, oh honey, right. don't. It's it's like don't mind me. I need to put these four sensors on the on our flat screen TV in the living room. Don't mind right. me. I don't know if this would be. Yeah, I don't even know if this would uh, be a good idea for like your living room gaming setup. But maybe for a you know a studio or a cave or whatever. The man cave. Um, yeah. yeah. Have you guys not used a Wii before? Pretty yeah, much the same I mean, thing. Yeah, with the yeah, Wii, but it's, I mean, like it's, I say, it's a little more consolidated, versus... right? It's just the, the bar on top, you know? Or on um, the bottom, yeah. Yeah, it, it's possible. Anything is possible. At this point, this is not a commercially available product. It's more like 
endless potential. But I mean, what this what this pre represents is something that I would say is possibly even more accessible than the Sindan light gun. I don't know because night weren't you saying with the Sindan light gun, essentially you would have to reprogram the Saturn games to work with it. Not if we're using this person's methods. Well, right. Yeah, but by, by taken by itself, like the Sin and Light Gun taken by itself, you'd have to patch the game images to... Uh, so, yeah, that what this offers, what this what this presents... And, and the thing is, he said he didn't even look at the Sin and design. Like, he didn't even try to copy it or anything like that. He, he was like, I didn't want to be uh, influenced by, you know, and pushed in a certain direction. He's like, I just took what I already know about cameras and kind of tried to, you know, go from there. And so... Yeah, there's an entire this article has an entire interview with him that folks can take a look at if they want to read up on it. But I mean, obviously, we don't have time for that right now. All I can say is that it's exciting. Um, and uh, and yeah, you know, t take a look at his uh, he's got a playlist of videos that are all updates on on the different projects, uh, different. Uh, and there's there's the microcontroller. I don't know how late I am behind the scrolling yeah, but the yeah microcontroller plugged into the saturn right there so and of course there's a breadboard so it looks really really messy but essentially this would work with mister this would work with saturn this could work with uh emulators i would imagine um but yeah uh, you couldn't make a you couldn't make a one size fits all bezel right you know because everybody's going to have different screens so yeah. ultimately you would have to have like little emitters that could just i don't know maybe just tack onto each corner or whatever there yeah anyway so that's that the devastar um lots of potential here and it devastar supports multiple supports multiple consoles including super famicom uh mega drive uh menacer support um and it also supports uh atari what was it uh, there are, I'm not sure if he mentioned the regular NES, but yeah, there, there's the gun right there. You had a picture of it. Um, the one on the bottom right there is that the actual, smooth. yeah, it's a little bulky on top. And he said he wants to, he wants to create like a, what is it? Force a feedback recoil mechanism, a yeah. recoil mechanism. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so it's cool. That's a cool idea. Definitely, uh, is on our radar now and we'll follow it as, <laughs> as he puts out updates. It's funny if you could set it for like recoil settings. So it's like actual gun recoil. So it's like, you just set it like hard mode, set it to a 50 caliber uh, recoil. I know, right? <laughs> just hit yourself <laughs> yeah. in the face every time you shoot it. Yeah. Power glove time. Nice. Nice call. Uh, Blue Moon was saying, of course, with that, it was only three, right? It was like you had the top. It kind of came over the screen like an L, right? And they yeah, were like because, three Because that's what, uh, that's what you're going to be taking if you use it in L. Right. Which, which reminds me, that must have been triangulation. Knight was talking about how if you're using three points, it's essentially triangulation, which is fine as long as you don't move. As long as you stay in the same uh place and you don't move but and that actually makes sense why the power glove sucked so bad because of course you're moving all over the place with your hand and probably with your body so it just with four points you're able to move anywhere and it's able to know exactly where the tip of the gun is based on those four points but anyway that's how the sending works as well so uh, but well, yeah I don't really have much else to say on it at this point. It's really just like this, this just hit our radar and we're kind of excited about it. Um, so folks, you know, uh, if you he can. has a YouTube channel. You guys can follow. Uh, he has got a blog. 
with several projects that he's working on. And so now you guys know, and um, we'll just keep you updated as things come down the pipe. I like the chonkiness of the gun. It's like a future. It's like a kind of honestly of Alex's gun from Half-Life 2, if any of y'all played that game. I was kind of thinking about that too. Like um, you could, you could definitely, I think he should try to make a, make it if, if he has like a 3d printer or whatever, I think he should try to make it look like the snatcher gun, you know, like the, oh, yeah. the big gun from the, the, yeah, exactly. Um, I think that that would be awesome. No, that'd be really neat. I think that'd be cool. And just like have it like, rec like I said, optional recoils just blow that just hit you in the face. I think that'd be yeah. pretty fun. Anyways, um, yep, let's yeah, move on to right next article. Uh, I don't think it's the next article. Yeah, next article is Casper Best Of. So I know this is you and Peter's favorite game on Saturn. Uh, Casper. Definitely not my favorite game, but I know this actually is someone's favorite game. I believe Father K of the Junkyard. Mm -hmm. This is, like, for the record, this is his favorite Saturn game. Huh. Which is an interesting choice, considering, I mean, it's like, it's not specifically a Saturn game, you know, it's a, it, I think of it as a 3DO game, mm -hmm. and uh, it was on PlayStation, I believe, it was on several consoles, you know, mm. um, but yeah, no, he, I believe I've heard him say before that, that Casper on the Saturn is his favorite title. For me, mm. it's dark, it's very dark, in fact, the game... It, and, the, and the PlayStation version is not this way, but the Saturn game, it's rendered so dark that even my XRGB, I have to crank up the gamma to like four and um, it bugs the hell out of me because then that washes out the colors and the image, you know, but that's yeah. the only way I can see certain details when I'm going through the house. Um, so it's kind of, it's kind of sad, but it is a fun game. And um, there's a, there's a map online that you can download somewhere. It's like a PNG file or something, and it's huge. And you can zoom way in, and, and somebody's gone through and painstakingly, like, stitched together all of the screens into, like, this huge huh. map. Yeah, so I'll have I'm to find that and link it in the, yeah. Yeah, no, that's pretty cool. But, yeah, it's a... Like a point-and-click adventure game, sort of like... Uh... Not at all. No, not point-and-click. No, you're, you're a little floaty ghost. You're floating around the house, and you're solving puzzles, and you're gaining access to... I would, I would say that it's more like a top-down Metroidvania kind of thing. Do you, like, uh... attack people? It kind of reminds me of, a, of a, like, um, some of those old Lucas, LucasArts games. Yeah, like I can't Ma remember... Ma Maniac Mansion or something. Yeah, I mean it's got it's got all sorts of vibes. Um I don't know what what game I would specifically compare it to, but it is like um it is it's just it's this top-down game where it's sprite-based, you're floating around, uh you can zip through the 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 radiator or I don't you can go through like the the heating ducts and stuff like that and you can cuz you're vapor basically you're a ghost. So you can kind of get to different rooms that way. You do a lot of running away from enemies rather than fighting them, if I remember correct. But um, but yeah, no, it's a it's a fun game and it is multi-platform, so folks can experience it on several different consoles. Did you ever? Yeah. Did you? How old? I don't know how old you would have been when three. the Casper movie came out. But uh, three, three. Okay, so yeah, yeah. So yeah. It but it does, like I said, it reminds me a lot of, Ma of Maniac Mansion and those uh -huh. old LucasArts games, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. 
Honestly, I some said that. some said it's it's probably worse than Mr. Bones. Uh, mm. From what I'm mm -mm. seeing and what I've seen, it doesn't look as bad. I don't think so. It's a it's a pretty fun game actually. Um, some of the some of the puzzles can be really like frustratingly confusing. It, it, there are, there are points in the game where you just end up wandering aimlessly, and you're like, I've been here before. Why can't I figure out what I'm supposed to do? But it's no, no actually, the game's quite fun. There's a save feature. Uh, it it's it's quite playable, and I've played it with Jesse, and we've we've put in quite a few hours so no i would say that it's fun it's just not the best game on the saturn i don't know what simon it's must that must be like uh rose colored <laughs> you know nostalgia glasses scented glasses yeah yeah my brother fun fact my brother got this game and he beat it in one night and uh he did enjoy it but he brought it right back and that Isn't and the saturn wasn't even his console he just kind of like bought a saturn game because i had the console and he like told me he like played it in one night and beat it I was like, that's impressive. Anyway, it's like yeah. I, I wish I could. I hope I wish I could erase it from my memory. But I mean, if you and he told it, me that the like game it. was short, and I was like, it wasn't short for me. Like I got, I got stuck on some of those puzzles. So anyway, I yeah. Know, uh, if you like Casper and you like LucasArts games, maybe give it a try, or maybe just play those LucasArts games. There's probably so many <laughs> better ones. Like like we featured last week, like the Blazing Dragons. Yeah, but like, I mean, there one. really isn't. It really isn't much like a Lucas Arts game, Pat. It, it's not like Secret of Monkey Island or anything like that. It's whereas that, like, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know how much I would compare it to that, but it's definitely you know something that folks should check out if they haven't. It's a and save it for Halloween, you know. But speaking of a better one, uh, we can talk about Discworld, which is a Terry is Pratchett. It? base game uh, now that is this is like the the yeah Lucas so Arts this stuff, is yeah. much more like the lucas arts games yeah because it's like the scum kind of system scum engine yeah point, point and click stuff. yeah yeah monty so python yeah definitely a lot of terry pratchett very famous monty python honestly there's a lot of monty python point and click games on the saturn well at least two of them because you had blazing dragons that had um i think eric idols in there right yeah eric idol is the lead uh, Rincewind, and uh, there's probably other voices that I'm not think that I can't think of right now. But yeah, Eric Idle is basically he's the star of this game. He plays Rincewind, uh, this bungling wizard who's just not that great at wizarding, um, but he has good luck, I guess. You know, he 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 is. Uh, it's a point and click adventure game with with you know Monty Python humor. What can I say? It's wait, no, hold on, I'm confused though. So, so Rincewind's played by Eric Idle in this game. Correct. Oh, I thought didn't he wasn't he in wasn't he in Blazing Blazing Dragons as well? Mm, so Blazing Dragons wasn't Eric I, Idle though. Was I'm pretty it? sure there, it was... I'm pretty sure there's some Monty Python people in. in Blazing I thought Dragons, Blazing Dragons though. was Terry Gilliam. Yeah, there was. Yeah, Terry there Gilliam was... is Monty Python. No, I know, but so is Eric Idle. But I'm saying they're two different people. Oh no, that's why I got confused. I thought you were saying yeah. Sorry, we were getting our, but yeah, I guess my point still stands that it's weird that there's two, like, like Monty Python games on the Saturn that are point-and-click adventures like this. I just think it's kind of fun. Right. Yeah, I and mean, we got Blazing Dragons. Well, it was multi-platform, and we got it in the West. Um, Pal Territories got um, got uh, Discworld, but we did not. Big sad. Big sad. I I quite loved the Discworld games and played them on the PlayStation. Actually, that was where I originally played them. Not on the Saturn. 
Um, but I do have copies. I have PAL copies of both of those games. Yeah, but yeah, no, this is a pretty fun one. Definitely uh, recommend playing it if you like Monty Python or point-and-click adventures. Honestly, it's really Idol. slow. I mean, it is really slow gameplay, and it can be frustrating when what you need to click on is like on one tiny little pixel and it's really dark, but that mm. can be said of all of the scum style games, you know, uh, oftentimes. And, and it really comes down to the fact that this was a, this was like a PC game that was ported down to like 240 P. Yeah. <laughs> so some of the detail is lost on the console versions, which can make it even more frustrating, you know, because you're searching, you're like pixel hunting basically, you know, so that can be tough sometimes, but, um, yeah, uh, it's kind of Terry sad. Jones. Terry Jones yeah. was the one who voiced uh, uh, Blazing Dragons. Sorry, gotcha. Correction. Yeah, I think Terry Gilliam died before that. Yeah. Or who was I thinking of? The guy that played King Arthur in Monty Python. I think uh, it's Terry Gilliam. That's is that Terry Gilliam? If anyone's in the chat no, that knows Gilliam, the Python, Gilliam was the was the one who. Uh, now I'm getting that's Graham confused. Chapman. Graham Chapman that I was thinking of. My yeah, bad. that was Graham Chapman. Terry Gilliam was the one who was like King of the Who, <laughs> the Britons. We are all, you know, yeah. the one that was like uh, played a lady. He, Terry Gilliam often yeah. often played a lady. <laughs> you know. Yeah. See the is he the one who did the Lumberjack song or is that another person? I can't remember. Oh God, I'm not, I don't remember. But anyways, I don't remember. Watch my Python play the games. Uh, Michael really Palin's my favorite. Mike, Michael Palin and no, it was Michael Idol Palin that did Lumberjack, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, and didn't, didn't one of them do uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? Or is that... No, not Fear and Loathing. Um, uh, uh, crap. The one with uh, the dude in it. Big Lebowski. Didn't one of them did that? Or am mm, I mistaken I don't know. That? Yeah, I don't that. know. But anyways, uh, yeah, play those games. It's a lot of fun. Um, uh, sadly, The second the one is better. The second one is better, I will say. Like, the first one, the story is better, but the second one improves the graphics yeah. and it improves the less pixel hunting it, so the engine is better on the second game but the first I game think it's probably i has. think it's crazy how much talent they got in these games the point and click games like yeah like a lot of them even on pc they had a lot of talented people in it like i know mm -hmm. i know they got christopher walken and don't fear the reaper they had um you know they, they had of course the my python guys are blazing saddles and or blazing dragons and and uh and of course, Discworld. There's there's just so much talent in some of these games. It's kind yeah. of crazy. Mark Hamill favorite... and uh, um, wait, sorry, you're saying? No, you were saying Mark. Uh, Mark Hamill and Wing Commander three, right. I think. Yeah, my fa my favorite game in this genre uh, would have to be the Broken Sword games. Broken Sword one and two on the PlayStation actually. And oh. I always had a chip on my shoulder that we didn't get Broken Sword on the on the Saturn. I wish we would have. Such good games. Um, not a, I'm not a big fan of when they went 3D, but those two original games were excellent. Also, also PC games that were ported to uh, oh, cops are consoles. Coming for you, Dave. Yes, can you hear that in the back? Yeah, man, I I can't apply. I cannot apply the like noise suppression on my mic when I when when you're in the pilot seat or whatever i don't know rip maybe but i yeah. can i don't know but yeah the police are coming for us or maybe it's blue moon to ground us all but i'm checking if if oh, echo cancellation is turned off i don't know what should but, i uh, it's all anyway. good it's all good though but all right cool, anyways, cool. Yeah, yeah if you like games that are like that like point clay adventure games uh i think i kind of prefer salmon mask max 
kind of my thing. Sam and Max are yeah, those are excellent games. Again, we didn't get that on the on the Saturn, but it would have been amazing if we did. It's not like the Saturn couldn't have run any of that stuff. It's just you know, didn't yeah. wasn't wasn't popular enough of a console, I guess. You know, isn't that the story Play- of story of the Saturn? Pretty much. Did did uh, PlayStation get any of that stuff? Sam and Max, Day of the Tentacle, any of that I th- stuff? I think Disc Discworld was on Saturn. I, I mean, PS One. I think it was definitely in in the West too. Yeah, because that's how I, I played it. I Missing think maybe Blazing Dead. Saddles. I haven't checked, but probably not. I'll, I'll I'll check real quick on Sam and Max. See if any of those games. Sam and Max. I don't think it was on. I think no. Sam and Max hit the road. I think was on PS Two, or one of yes. the. There was on the the PlayStation console because I remember G Four reviewed it back in the day. Hmm. So I know there was a Sam and Max on a PS2 or PC or something. Right, right, right. So that's definitely a thing. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, would have been cool to get Sam and Max to play the Saturn. That'd be kind of cool. But you know, I and I have to say, um, somebody in the community, a wa- I want to say, someone did like a a scum port to the Saturn a couple years oh, ago. Yeah, I remember that, and we got like a bunch of different scum games. Remember on that. that? Yeah, yeah, so, we were just getting a bunch of really random ones like Flashback. Um, right. What was so the it's sequel to that one? Uh, flashback. Yeah, it was the uh, Flashback. There's a couple of them. Wait a second. Flash. I thought Flashback I thought was this. Was... Sorry. Oh, there's K. K had something to do with it too. I I, I feel like he had a disc with that stuff. <laughs> I can't well, even remember. I, I had a disc of that stuff, but it, um. That I don't think that uh, Out of This World and Flashback were the sca- the scum engine. Mm, okay, no, but they were similar. You're right; they're not. They're they were Eric Chahi and his whole studio. Um, was it okay? Maybe I'm just misremembering then, because I thought that there was I thought that there was some kind of like port of the scum engine that that the community did or something like that. But I wouldn't be surprised. It, it, all it would take is somebody who cares enough about these games to to do it. And I'm sure that the, you know, it doesn't take that much horsepower. I'm sure that they the could do it. Engine. Yeah, I'm just skim in general. No engine, just scum. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. It really again, who wants to spend time on that? I don't. I know. don't. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah. If you like good games and want to play good games that have story, go play them mm-hmm. on the Saturn. Go play Discworld and put your disc and enter the world. Enter the world. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So, la- next article. With Saturn Mouse. Compat- <laughs> yeah, if you really want to play it. And J- Japan only, apparently. Oh, yeah. Well, um, so, Editor's Corner Japanese... episode 10. Yeah, Saturn Peter plot and I... quiz. Plot quiz. Why well, does this kid, kid look familiar? Where'd you grab the get image it? from the kid? He looks well, familiar. Well, that's the that's gonna be the the 32x ad. The mommy, what are those two machines doing? Oh, okay, um, I, was with, like, I was like, he looked familiar. I couldn't remember. Yes. And yeah, put yeah. my finger on Ken Lo. Ken Lo designed that ad. Anyway, so uh, nice. Shouts and, out uh, Ken Lo. Yeah, shouts out Ken. So yeah, it's just it's just what it sounds like. Peter and I go back and forth, uh, quizzing each other on doing? our game game knowledge, um, and uh, you know the idea was that the idea was originally like let's choose some not so obscure games and then a, a few obscure games and and just kind of uh, read either out of the manual or just kind of come up with some plot synopsis that are somewhat vague and see if we can guess the the 
the game based on that. So it was a, it was another fun quiz episode. So yeah, sorry, I'm having a lot of burping going on right now. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Take a take a um take a Pepto Bismol. There you go. Um, but yes, if folks missed it, which some probably did, uh, because it's the holidays and who's listening to podcasts around the holidays, uh, check it out. It was fun. It was fun to record. I'm sure it'll be fun for folks to listen to. Um, but yeah, there's not really much to say other than uh, Peter and I both have different areas of expertise when it comes to like the Japanese games. Like I'm really into the weird, quirky stuff, and he's into the more like the utena game weird. you know like which i i haven't played i haven't played revolutionary girl utena um but you know he has so he wrote wrote it up got good taste yeah he does i have I bad taste i play yeah. games like cat the ripper and and cubic gallery <laughs> and uh, and fanta step and oh omakaze savers great game no but i mean i like weird quirky stuff like that you know, that's the thing is all, there are so many, so many bizarre Japanese games get overlooked just because people do like a quick, uh, you know, they look on YouTube for a second and they're like, oh, that looks weird. And then they just pass it up. But there are so many cool little bizarre Saturn games uh, like Rampo, where you're like the uh, proprietor of a hotel for men and you basically look through peepholes at your... Uh, your guests and you rummage through their things when they're gone you know you have a skeleton key so you basically get into any unit and go through their personal belongings and uh. um yeah kind of a mystery unfolds as uh as you're going along uh knocking on your tenants doors and harassing them to pay their rent but yeah it's fun it's a fun uh it's an interesting game i don't know it's not going to be fun for everybody but sounds like landlord simulators <laughs> hotel for men peoples <laughs> yeah and there's even a crossdresser in there um but uh, but anyway you know take it for what you will it's it's a mid 90s japanese game and it's not a red label no uh, blue moon was fortunately yeah, unfortunately <laughs> it plays it plays out kind of like mansion of the hidden souls it's got that same kind of uh vibe where it's pre-rendered graphics and then like some fmb stuff going on but well anyway. instead of mentioning hidden souls it's more like hotel of uh glory holes if you know what i'm saying four high heels did a good video on it uh it was that was really entertaining so folks should check that out and see if it's something they're interested in like the uh, Cho'anarchy version of resident Cho evil yeah. version of resident evil <laughs> oh my god there's a crossover uh too much cross yeah. too much over anyway yeah uh so next Next uh, editor's corner will go live for patron only uh, this Wednesday, so be watching for that. And then uh, a week following that, it'll go live to the public. We got some good stuff lined up for you, or maybe some not good stuff lined up for you. One of the, one of the two. I don't know. I'm not saying Dave's stuff. Boss of coin, fifty percent. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm excited to check it out. I always love the the editor's corners, and I can't wait to hear the next. Anything else? Uh, we got some Have you bad... played any of the... Oh, Yabasanshiro. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, Dan just wrote this up. That. So what's going on with Yabasanshiro, Danthrax? Uh, it basically got kicked off the, the Steam store. Oh, Crickets. he's going to the bathroom. Um, <laughs> so he might, he might be getting his trumpet ready. So Danthrax has promised that during the 
the the uh the stellar assault double s stream he will be playing a trumpet solo for us that is confirmed and if he doesn't respond in the next three seconds he has to do it starting now Okay, yep, confirmed. Okay. Got the trumpet confirmed. solo. Confirmed. Trumpet solo. <laughs> get that you better get those lips those lips those lists uh, those lips. Did I miss something? I walked away for a minute. Yeah, oh, you, you're, no, you're, you're totally obligated to a trumpet solo now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I haven't played yet today. <laughs> well, you should nice. be playing on the stream later, but no, we we were just talking about the Yabasanchira. Basically I kicked off the Steam store, right? Because they said that uh Valve pretty much refused it saying it's not a good fit for Steam. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could sort of say it was kicked off the store. It was never really there in the first place. They had a page, which I took a few screenshots with my cell phone, and I put them uh, a little f uh, farther down in the story. But um, it, it was never available to download. It was just kind of a placeholder page. Uh, it said it was coming soon. Um, and he seemed like he, he was all excited about it, like it was going to happen when he posted about it last week. Mm. And then a couple days later, it change from coming out you know friday to coming out soon and then as of earlier this week tuesday um it uh the page stopped being accessible you couldn't search for it in steam or anything so um and then today he posted in his discord server that uh you know what was going on that it was rejected and he tried appealing it and they were just like yeah we don't have anything to add we're just you're just not a good fit <laughs> mm. So um, that's frustrating, that. especially since, as I pointed out here, uh, RetroArch is on Steam, including a couple of different Saturn emulators. I think you can get uh, um, Midnafin on there and uh, maybe Kronos, which is uh, a fork of Yabause, just like Yabasanchiro is. But the difference is that um, none of those are included with the base install of RetroArch. They're all DLC. Which I mean, that's still on Steam. So what's the difference? But uh, yeah, they, the difference? they rejected. Yeah, they rejected Yabasanjiro. Mm. Well, wow. hopefully, uh, you hopefully they get thrown into. Uh, hopefully, get thrown to an asteroid. Shadow like, says he thinks it's BIOS related. Could there be. isn't a BIOS yeah. included There's... with Yabasanjiro though? Hmm. Huh. I mean, think about it, whenever you start up a game in Yabasanjiro, it doesn't have little startup sound and and uh, and animation. For when you start up a normal Saturn, it doesn't have the BIOS in there. It just do you think it's just not? Do you think it's just not like pretty enough on the front end? Like they they want it to be more polished or something like that? I don't know. Like that's the thing is I'm not really I'm not really sure what Steam what their standards are for you know. Yeah, but I don't know either. It's, I think I don't my favorite really thing like... is that they have all those crappy like those crappy like uh, acid flip games on there, but. You know, mm -hmm. an emulator that actually does something useful. It's like, no, we can't let right. them. I'm guessing, yeah. yeah, I'm guessing that they, they saw that it was an emulator. Its only purpose was emulation. And they were like, well, this might be a legal issue. We'll reject it. And uh, somehow RetroArch has gotten past them, uh, you know, and they, they didn't see a problem with that. It's just inconsistent, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. RetroArch has, like, this big name. And they, they, I guess. You know, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, it just seems like some, yeah, it kind of seems like favoritism for sure. That or they're just idiots. I don't know. Like, <laughs> but whatever. It's so cool. Leave those, leave those ass to flip games on there. I'm pretty sure everyone loves those ones. Right. Amazing stuff. But yeah, um, yeah, kind of a bummer. It looks like it runs buttery smooth. Yeah. 
I mean, it does, right? I mean, uh, this is what I'd be running on my cell phone, honestly. Like, I was uh, a couple of years ago, even I was running uh, Nights into Dreams like fluidly on my, uh, I don't know, it was like a Note Nine or something like that, and uh, it was fine. Nights into Dreams true. on your toilet, dream yeah, come true. There you go. You know, don't want to touch that phone after that though. No. <laughs> A little bit of extra, you know. We've I've got like ten more minutes before I have to hop off, and I know Pat needs to get into the stream. You know, it's just to be able to maximize the time. Maximize. But I wanted to mention real quick all the projects that have come through. So obviously, uh, Stellar Salt, uh, amazing projects, which we're going to take a closer look at here. Um, but like, have you seen some, Pat? You said you're busy, right? So have you not had a chance to look at XL 2 submission? Um, I've not yet had a chance to, to uh, unfortunately, load it up yet. It, okay, it's ridiculous. I I won't say much more. Hey, hey there's Dan. Beautiful Dan. Yeah, so... <laughs> Do the one eye. No, I uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Like, I, I'm not... I don't want to spoil it. I'm not going to tell folks what it is. Uh, no screenshots. They mm -hmm. told me they want. They really wanted people to be surprised by it. But all I can say is this. Huge, huge shouts to, to XL2 and Ponut for pulling this off and just the level of detail. The level of... It's just... He, I didn't think it was possible for him to one-up himself on Hellslave, but it really is. It's just amazing. So yeah, no, that's exciting. I, I'm excited to try it out. Uh, I'm not gonna say what it is. I kind of have an idea what it is, but I'm gonna you have an idea. Yeah, we'll try it out next week on the stream. Or oh crap, what's next week? New Year's Eve. Excellent. Yeah, next is six. What's Eve that gonna be? It's the Eve of New Year's Eve. We might get away with it. Um, but yeah, so Eve it, Eve. it's by that time, I imagine it won't be a secret anymore. Yeah, I think he just wanted. Uh, uh, kind of radio silence for the first day or two. Sure. So as yeah. people find out, oh, there's a new submission, I'll download it and see what it is. They're right. all surprised when they find out what right. it is. Lower yes. your mind. That's what that's what that's what they want. They want folks to have that oh my god moment when they realize what yeah. it is. And which and uh, so, and I won't I won't say details, but I had never played the game before. So it was kind of lost on me until like people started talking about it. And then I kind of like looked up footage. Right. I had never even seen it played. I had no idea. Oh, <laughs> so okay. The first time I've ever played that game is now through the Saturn. Did you ever play the sequel? The sequel? Uh, no, I've never played anything in that series. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. All right. No. Well, Just that's, that's cool. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'd be interested to know your take on it, like what you, as you were experiencing it for the first time, hot like takes. what you were thinking, you know? Let's know yeah, about it, was, it was cool. I mean, it had, it has kind of Metroid Prime like storytelling in a way, you know, through the environment and finding right. people's diaries and mm -hmm. logs and stuff like that. And that's cool. Um, you know, the, the stuff they do with the sound, of course, is, is insane. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I don't have headphones hooked up to, my tv i have great big nice sony stereos um yeah so i still was able to get some of the effect of sounds coming from different directions uh, which they yeah. did an awesome job with um i i was blown away by the, the draw distance and i mean some of the stuff we've seen with hellslave before with reflections and right. and uh, you know the, the sky and stuff like that but it's still this it's kicks just, it up a notch though see, like this this kicks it yeah 
definitely. And it's just amazing to see in a new game, you know, quote unquote, another production doing the same thing. It just, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's really cool. And it holds 30 frames per second, like pretty, pretty oh, yeah. consistently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Feels good, man. Phenomenal. So, yeah, that. All and then man. there was another one, too. Damage X released uh, the salad shmup. Yeah, salad. <laughs> salad shmup. Salad so that, salad yeah, mall. so lots of cool, lots of cool stuff for, uh, it's like Christmas came early, you know? Um, I, I've been playing Assault, uh, Stellar Assault, and I got pretty far. I don't know how, how, how far, how far is that, Dan, uh, when you get to the part where they're in that narrow uh, you're you were like halfway through mission five like there's two halves oh, okay. first half outside, right going up capital ships second half yep. inside the base to destroy yeah. and it so. took me so that's the problem is those ships they take so much fire those ones outside they take so much fire and 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 yet they're firing at you so it's really hard to keep your uh, your your shield health up while yeah. you're like sitting there firing on them and i was trying to you know i'd like i'd i'd get I'd, I'd like go out and then do a loop and then kind of like hit the air brakes and then just kind of like fire missiles and uh, steady shots at them at the same time. But yes. then they're firing like plasma at you. And uh, yeah, so it, it was tough. By the time I got to the second half, I pretty much was depleted and didn't have. Yeah, you got to be yeah. um, patient a little bit and, yeah. you know, be able to tell yourself I can pull away from this and, and dodge some shots. And yeah, I'll lose a little yeah. bit of putting damage on it but it's going to keep me alive longer and that's more important because right. you can't charge those shields that is what i noticed is that some of the some of those levels they kind of drag on and you just kind of have to be patient and do it that way because if you, you try to go in hot, to uh, switch yeah. over to the game now we're talking about it. absolutely sure yeah absolutely and you use the type b fighter instead of the type a um you have your shots are able to shoot down the capital ship's energy shots Ooh, i'm gonna i'm gonna try that you know because i right, went for the i went for the smaller quicker fighter out. right but Maybe now that i think about it i rarely in. used speed i i mostly like use the air brakes so i should probably just go with the heavy fighter yeah all right yeah. cool so before we, we go out we probably show out the patreons before we go yeah absolutely so I'll do that real quick so to uh before we go I want to thank all our amazing patrons the name of them all gotta put them thank in all of you you again uh so murder crows blue moon 95 emerald nova johannes fetz cerulean mm -hmm. derek aka team jim clasher rank justin momphis newt rages robert ramsey roan dished shadow mask right steven johnson stone man tanuki trev and young money Swee. if you'd like to support if you'd like to uh <laughs> back the patreon and back at the chat on the show you can do that at the ten dollar level and I'm gonna mute my hide hi daddy oh i can i think i can hide dave hold on he's yelling i'm sure he's not doing that um so thank the if you want to back us on the ten dollar level you could do that and you get cool bonus like shouts out um early beta patches for uh a lot of um a lot of um uh, malenko's a lot of his patches and stuff that he's working on, so the beta patches for that. Sorry um, about that, Pat. Early show shows, <laughs> it's all good. I hid you, so you're good. Yep. All the other stuff. Um, yeah. But if you want to, if you can't, if you can't back us regularly on that basis, you can give, do a one-time donation on our website or check out our Shiro Show merch or the magazines. I don't know if the magazines we have them up. Oh, 
There's Dan. Dan again. I'm just gonna. There's Dan. <laughs> yeah. Um, magazines will be shipping in the new year. Yeah. I don't want to compete with Christmas. I didn't. I didn't want to compete with Christmas, but um, I. I. They're. They're here. I'm packing them up. They will ship in the new year. I just keep accidentally open up Dan's thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Feel bad. But yeah, if you want some cool shirts, got you know, virtual Dave and Pal. These cool shirts. Dave has the shirt on. Well, I don't have a shirt. I have this one that says there you go. Yep. See? protect oh. trans kids. So do that, I guess. We're not, that's not our shirt, but I have that. That's one I have on. But yeah, if you want a, want a good uh, one cool shirts, definitely check it out here or get this one at some other place. But yeah. Um, <laughs> and if you can't. Well, now you got to tell keep... people where you got that shirt. <laughs> it's, it's from this thing. It's called leftist gamer memes or something like that. Oh, okay. It's a political okay. thing. So probably. Yeah. Probably, but yeah, if you want that, I'll put the link in the chat if you really want one. But um, yeah, and if you just want to support us on on YouTube, you could go on YouTube and like, like, subscribe, comment, ring the bell, do the ringy ringy dingy. I don't know what you do for that. Um, uh, give us feedback, comment, subscribe, and yeah, I think that's that's about it. So we probably should mm -hmm. go on and play some games. Absolutely, absolutely. Alrighty, so. so I won't be here, but shouts to all of you guys in the community. Thank you so much for all the amazing stuff you're doing for the Saturn uh, and the stuff you're submitting for this year's contest. Shouts to the Stellar Assault localization team. You guys rock. I'll catch you guys later, um, and, uh, and we'll, we'll be. I'll, I'll upload that other video after Pat's uh, stream, okay? Sounds good. And uh, with that, remember, you must play Sega Saturn. Sega Saturn.